I've been torn in two And become accustomed to it Counting every beat Bleeding colors fill my sleep Well, hello. Welcome to the second episode of Coffee with the Ghosts, the one in which Philippa Shalcrest tells us all about when she ghost-busted Dennis Nielsen's flat in Muswell Hill. I hope you enjoy. Right, so now we're going to talk about something rather close to my heart, seeing as I've been studying murderers since I was about six. Thanks, Nana. You know, if my mum and dad had seen what my Nana let me read when I used to oh, go around... Comics. <laughs> no, they're the, not um, comics. Crime really, and Punishment, but before that, she had this book called Crimes of Horror. There's those magazines yeah. you used to have as I had well. About a thousand of them she let me look at, and they were all crime scene, you know, stuff. But, um, yeah, so one of the things Philippa told me about when... I, when um, we'd not known each other that long um, was that she did a ghost bust mm-hmm. at Dennis Nielsen's mm-hmm. Muswell Hill flat mm-hmm. and the reason she had to do it was because a New Zealand couple moved in and no one told them they they, they didn't have a clue um, and they used to go to places and they'd say what's your address and they'd say what the number in Cranley Gardens was and people go, oh, right, yes, yes, <laughs> okay. Nobody said anything. It's so weird. What is that? It's so English it is, isn't to it? not mention. I would mention it. I'd be well, like, you I know did. where you live. Yes, because she came in and she could. Because weird things had been happening. They saw these shadows above the picture rail of like men walking. There were shadows of men. And it, it, it it's. Um, it was a very high ceiling, so you you could get quite a a, a a full sort of silhouette. Wow! And there was other things that were quite sort of weird used to happen. And the husband used to travel a bit, and she'd be left there on her own, and it was just very uncomfortable. And then she said where she lived, and of course, as soon as you say that, oh right, Dennis Nielsen. Dennis Nielsen <laughs> lived there. And the thing is, like, I mean, it's a bit of a monument round here. We do, like, I, I have friends, we'll go for a walk in the woods and then they'll go, oh, can we go past Dennis Nielsen's yes, place, you know, yes, and yes. take pictures. And I know it sounds macabre, but at the same time, it was a massive, massive thing when it happened. Oh, gosh. I mean, he did most of the killings um, on Melrose yes, Avenue. Yes, he did. But, the, the, but they're not sure about here how many... No, and he used to walk around with bags with bits of people and put them in people's bins, people's heads. It, 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 he says in his book, doesn't he, he put arms and legs in the bins in Highgate Woods. Yeah. And nothing happened. Yeah, and he, and he boiled a head, didn't he? And yes. then made curry in the pan yes. and took it to work because he thought it was funny. Yeah. And he had a very yes. strange sense oh, of humour. And then he stuffed a load of body parts, because he used to boil them, yeah. down in the, the drain outside and called Diner Rod. Yeah, and also when they That's actually... That's how they got him, actually. When they found out what what was in there, yeah. he was then caught, wasn't he, the next yes. night, shoving Kentucky Fried Chicken in <laughs> yes, there, yes, trying yes. to make... But anyway, that's beside the point. The thing is that when when um, Philippa said she'd done a bus there, I couldn't believe someone would move in and not know that was they're, mad. They're, they're, and, and it was difficult to say to, well, you know, and you don't know anything about it. 
And and so so I I said there'd been a murder there. I didn't say that is it eleven or something like well, that. Well, he'd ki- yeah, he'd killed ten at the last and three there or something like something that. Something then. Um, or, or and some had gone the away from there as well. Yeah, and and so what I found interesting when because Philippa, you um you used to see him at the end of your bed. Yes, you, after, I did. Yeah, it yeah. was so strong the feeling in there. There's a had a strong psychic connection with whatever it was. There was something really strange, but there'd been a murder there. It was built in the 1920s. That house. Yeah. Soon after, it, it was the only house in the whole of that road which has always been flats. Right. And soon after it, people had moved in. There was an elderly couple having a family Sunday lunch. And he was cut. This is quite interesting, really, because it sort of links in with other things. Why Nielsen probably moved there, the mood of the place. Um, he suddenly was carving whatever they were having for Sunday lunch. He got hold of the carving knife, walked across the table, and stabbed his wife and murdered her. Wow. And there was no reason for it. And did you see that, or was that someone no, you told me? I found you about? out wow. about that afterwards. And because um, also, it backs onto the Queen's Wood, which is yes. the plague pit, right? Yeah, the plague pit's in the back of the garden. Yeah. And the plague pit, the, the wood, I take people in there sometimes to show the difference between the energy and Highgate Wood, which is directly yeah. across the road. You talk yeah. about a road. Um, and one side's Queenwood, Queenswood and one side's Highgate Wood. Highgate Wood is one of the most healing woods I've ever been to in yes, my life. It's, it's got amazing, this amazing it? feeling to it. Then you cross the road, you go into the Queenswood, and almost every male friend I've got who's walked in there wants to leave. I know, it's, it's, there's something very dark about it. And there, there was someone uh, walking around with a hammer smashing people over the head about five years ago. Well, it, it attracts very strange energy. It does. Um, and his flat backed onto that, and then there'd been a murder in the flat. And there was suicide as well, about probably in the early 30s, of a young single woman. And she, her ghost was there, but that's another story. So basically, right, that we have found that before when you go places, there's yeah. an accumulation of depressed energy yeah. Um, yeah. or violent energy or dark energy, depending on the place. I can talk another time about a bus I did on my own where yes. it was depression. Yes. And yes. the ghost who was in there was the least of the problems. She just got sucked in there and didn't want to be but there. But it, it is interesting because um, there's a few in around Muswell Hill. I find it really interesting that actually you wouldn't move in there. You walk through the door and you think, uh-uh, no way. So if you get attracted to it, yes, because you yep. tune in with it. Yeah, and, it- and there's a lot of psychological stuff that that person is used to that energy. Yeah, yeah. And, that's what, and so what Philippa was saying when you went in was like... Um, you felt the sadness in there, didn't it, you? It was, it was really, really um, sad. It was really... It was very, de- very disturbing, and 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 I think Tim, who came with me, um, as well, it affected him really badly. He practically had a nervous breakdown from it, um, and it, it's Nielsen's energy was strong, but there was another energy there. Yeah, now we were talking about this the other day because um, Dennis Nielsen wrote a book in prison. He wasn't allowed to, obviously, you're not yeah. allowed to profit. I haven't read that one. But I've read it because um, it's out now because he died. And um, what I found interesting is he only got triggered into murder if he drank. He couldn't do it without... He had um, a proper... Um, way of doing things. Mm, so yeah, everything it, was ritualistic. It was ritualistic. So the music used to be Laurie Anderson or Superman yes. in the second ha- flat. I don't know what it was in the first one. He used to put it on the record player, and he'd he liked um, Bacardi and Coke 
or he'd drink lagers, right? And he'd have four of them, I think it was. But he had a set thing. When he'd drank enough, he could then strangle them, right? He could not kill if he wasn't drunk. No. He was very different in prison. They had hooch there, but he actually smoked instead in prison and didn't drink. Never had a murderous urge again. And I think what Philippa, what you were saying about, there was a bad, bad feeling in there. There was a really bad energy, especially actually in the bathroom. But everything, what, what was very interesting, what we got was someone that did things almost robotically, but it was all a particular ritual. He'd light the incense, how he killed them. Um, the so do you think it came with him yeah. from the last flat I, and then tuned in with what uh, was in there? I, I just said yes. I actually think there was something already there. Yeah, there was something in the flat, obviously, that all these things were happening. Yeah. But he seemed to carry something with him. Yes, but it would have coincided with that. Which it is why have, he would have been attracted to yeah. it. It would have just worked And, and, and remember, the plague pits, loads of people were murdered. Murdered and, and put and in plague pits. pits because it was a really clever way. It's an easy way covering, to get rid of As people. they did during the Blitz. You murder someone and throw them in a bombed house. Yeah, because nobody's going to, no one's going to climb into a plague pit to find out if someone no. died of the plague or not. No. You know. No. But what, it, yeah, so that thing with Nielsen and, and it being drink, to me, is something we've covered before yeah. about murderers. Yes. Where it's allowing, getting into a state where that creeping cold darkness yes, yes, can pop yes. in. Well, that was the ritual, wasn't it? And do it's, its, it's thing. You, you can do rituals to call on uh, goddesses and things for good things, yeah. for blessings. But it's the same sort of energy. You can call on darkness. Yeah, and what, but what people need to understand about darkness and what I learned um, with Philippa when I first started doing this wiki stuff is darkness does not win ever. No. It can win in the short term. In the short term, yes. But it doesn't ever win in no. the long term. It's more fragile. It, it, it really is. But it's based on ego, isn't it? It is very much. It is. And you know what, folks? This is something you need to know about ego. Ego isn't just about being a big head or needing to be the best or whatever, it allows that darkening in. Yes, it That's does. That's what ego does, because yes, ego's does. desperate to be yes. the best or be known for something. And if you look at Nielsen, he's not alone, personality-wise, in being someone who's oh, it was angry, a little man. It was a little man. Who's angry that he's not recognised for yes. being intelligent as he is. Well, he, he thinks he's super... Well, he thought his murders were so amazing and that he wasn't the monochrome man he, yeah. because he actually wasn't recognised for the work. He wasn't he recognised was enough for how amazing yes, he was being. Yes. He had to do that with the Kentucky and call in the diner rod people. So Someone had to recognise <laughs> what he was doing. And do you know it's a brilliant story and I think I told you it. Nielsen once, he had a dog called, it was Bleep, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. He loved his dog. Um, he went for a walk in, in Highgate Woods and this makes me laugh because I'm there every day. I know. You know, um, and he thought he'd found a body. So he rang the police. <laughs> it's hysterical, isn't it? He's yeah, but it wasn't his work. How dare someone on his patch? Yeah. Because he'd been leaving arms and legs and nobody had bothered. And a lot of those, and I have to say, I have to say, you know, this is not me belittling or making small what he did. Oh, no, it was horrendous. It and, was horrendous. And the people that I would, you know, I would happily do a little a little ritual for them every day to try and help them be Absolutely. okay those poor poor lads so let me say i'm not we're not downplaying that no not at all because it was horrendous but the mundanity of what we're talking about of how 
to him and it, it was, was just, a boring little man. It was just a, it was just a normal worked part. Worked on the DHS. Yeah, worked at the DHS. Um, was was really a bit pissed off that people yes. didn't recognise his intelligence. He thought he was far more intelligent. Yes. That's why he used to get. He was just. He was a bit moody about. But that. he was an odd child. He used to do things like uh, uh, some people won't remember them, but the telephone directories, yeah. great big thick things. He'd get mice and slash them in the telephone directory. He, he doesn't cut, mention that in his book. He, he cut his um, pet cat up while it was still alive with a Stanley knife. Are you sure that was him? Yeah. Because he was obsessed with... He loved animals, like, absolutely. Not as, not as a child, because... It, well, that's what his mother said, anyway. Well, you know what? That's an interesting thing you bring up, because, as we know, serial killers, they could be beaten to a pulp by their dad, but it's the relationship with their mother. And she disowned him. She, But she also said that she gave him everything and loved him. Yes. But there's a lot of testimony that she was cold as Ice Absolutely. Okay. I, that, so yeah, there is a chance yeah, because she he was adored lying. animals that she's just read the stories of what psycho people okay. do. Okay. You know, well, what, she was trying to distance herself from She him. was. She changed her name, everything. Uh, yeah. And he was very upset about, he hoped at some point he would get something out of her. Sorry, I'm drinking my water if you can hear me. She's at it. Um, but that... <laughs> I just in I just questioned because in the book, like it was people that he had trouble with properly associating okay, with. Okay, I haven't read this other book. This was But that was his story, so yeah, you don't know. Yeah. But I know that he cared about animals much more than people and I did I'm sorry, it is funny that he called Well he did the love his dog. Oh, he adored his dog and his and dog. And he did say calling the police. Calling the police because he thought he found a body in the woods and it wasn't it was a it was a buried dog. I think his dog had started digging. Oh, right. So how interesting it, that he was still a normal, upstanding Yeah, when he was out walking the dog, citizen. he was this ordinary guy. Yeah, and then there was this part of him which he was at peace with because he was drunk. Yes, because he used to, yeah, and he used to go around the wine bars, didn't he? Yeah, and he used to go to the black cap in Camden. Yes, which, which was when the gay I was bar. younger, everyone used to go to the black yeah, cap because yeah. the gay bars are the best place to go. Well, that's it because they had the uh, drag queens on there as well. They entertaining. Yeah, so it's just funny. He used to go to the Slug and Lettuce or whatever it was called, which is Waitrose now around the corner. Oh, why was that the Slug and Lettuce? <laughs> Sorry, everyone, we're uh, having an in talk now. But the, the truth about him when you read about him and you and, and his mind is that he was a very difficult man he always fell out with but, yeah but but he really did in his own way he was an interesting um caring lad and he seemed to be or in prison once he didn't drink he was like the the kind he looked after younger people who were freaking out it's interesting because it was younger people he murdered. Yeah, oh, he, because he loved, he absolutely, ad- sorry folks, but it's, he, lo- he adored younger lads. Um, and yes, what he did, you know, there was the sexual part, but there was also the yeah. nurturing. Yeah. That's who he, he nurtured, you know, as well. Oh, he loved them when they were dead more than he loved them when they were alive Because that's well. the only he time found he found them very beautiful. It was the only time he could express himself. Yeah, you know. But I just wouldn't, you know, anybody. But it who... was it was horrible in it um, because obviously going through that and doing the the clearing of uh, not him because he was still alive, but yeah. of some of the long lads that had been there. There was one that had got away. I think he was a squaddy or a, a, 
and he'd actually got away and not been believed. Oh, sorry. It's all right. Um, we've got, I'm, we've I'm, got a tiny bit of jewellery noise. It's me as well. If you, When we're talking and being descriptive sometimes, you, oh, you know. I'm, it's all right. I'm, You're I'm a very descriptive <laughs> lady. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, yes, it was the whole thing. Um, he'd bring them back. He'd met them in wine bars. Um, he, they'd had a drink. He, they had more drinks. He he then became this person that did it methodically, yeah, and so the energy was really quite. It was. It's the only way I can describe it. It's a non-energy. Um, that's exactly what I. That's exactly what yeah. I felt about them when I didn't know I had those feelings. Yes. But that thing um, where you saw him, or you could, it's because yes. this, this energy basically followed you home. Yes. And its yes. face was his, but he was yes. alive. Yeah, he it was, was alive like, in prison, yeah. It was, it was there to scare you. It was an yeah. energy that liked, yeah. it's a mischief maker. But it was very, yes, it was, it, it, it was, he didn't want something. I never communicated with him. Um, I, I, the communication was with, to let the boys pass on because um, he he'd been a he chopped them up and boiled them but it was also it a was lot horrible of, but he even that was done in a very methodic and it was it was like you could well, feel him walking slowly backwards and forwards picking up knives everything well he was a trained butcher yeah, in the army, um, yeah. and i think that he saw that as just handling what was left yes um but it's I, very zombie like yeah Oh yeah, and he, I think he acknowledged that it was just this is what he did afterwards, you know. But that but those is lads, those lads didn't yes. know. A lot of them didn't know they'd been killed because they were asleep when he strangled yes, them. Yes. So yes. that's why they would have still been there. Oh yeah, they were very, and it was that this couple. It, it at first actually they didn't think much of it, but then they realised these were young. They were people yeah. around their room. Um, and and it was just really quite frightening, but it it's um, it's really interesting. It's um, the energy. There was an energy that was left behind. He's in prison now, and well, he's, he's dead now. Yes, but he was in prison yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 he. Um, in the bathroom, there was a laundry basket. Because mm. went back several times because it was still really weird there and they yeah. had a child it was so, you know there was layers i think there was layers yeah, of darkness yeah, there yeah. probably and down where the child was a uh, baby was very the baby was very um disturbed um, and cried all the time oh. and, and was really not well all the time and actually that was um, a, a room that was slightly down it the levels had been changed and in there there was this woman um, couldn't quite tell how old she was. She's pre-Nielsen, yeah. and um, she was suffered immensely from depression. Yeah. Well, we could go. We can do another episode of this. Yeah. How different energies attract different things. Yeah. And if and if someone dies somewhere and they were very depressed, or even if they just leave, if they sell yeah. on, but yeah. they leave the depressed they energy. They leave an energy. It, um, yeah. That's another thing we're going to talk about. Is sometimes it's not about dead people. These energies. It's no, they're about, not. But yeah, that thing of poor colicky baby because of the energy. Yes, yes. You but, know. but that energy in the, this is going to sound daft, in the laundry basket, mm. it actually had a dialogue with us and it laughed at us. And um, I've been found, so there's no point in me staying here. 
Wow. But that was after going back several times. I don't know who it was. It didn't, it, it, it was very mocking. Yep, well, this is the thing. And you know what? This has actually scared me a bit, which is good. It means that... <laughs> <laughs> but that thing of the mocking mischief maker... Yes, that's exactly... Like the Mr. Punch. Almost, yes, you know, yes, that's yes. Been, that energy has been known about for, like, and spoken about yes. in a lot of different societies and religions yes. and everything. Yes. Now, obviously, not the main rule your life and ruin the world religions, the more interesting ones. <laughs> Yes, you know, yes. but that that thing of of a, an energy that's just there to call cause darkness or mischief. Yeah, yeah. If you want to know what the devil is and yeah, what the Machiavellian yeah. figure yes. is, it's like they go, yes. "Oh, the devil's charming." It doesn't mean in a sexy way. It doesn't mean he's a sexy devil. Well, so, psychopaths are charming. Yeah, they're very charming, and some of them are very sexy in a runaway and don't look back kind yes, of way. Keep running. <laughs> yeah, but I am going to halt this one here. Okay. And we're going to talk about some other spooky murdery stuff because okay. we know quite a lot about oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our Dennis Nielsen episode and um, there, there is more to come. And yes, more coffee, do you think? <laughs> I think so. very much for tuning in to part two of Coffee with the Ghosts, the one where Philippa talked about her ghost bust at Dennis Nilsson's flat, which managed to freak me out, which isn't that easy to do considering serial killers are my thing. Next week, we'll be talking about other spooky things. I want to tell the story about the time I spoke to a ghost on the phone. You will not believe it. If you're loving the music, that's Sailmaker with Rich Sutton. Do look them up. This song is Taste for the Sublime. And if you want to buy me a coffee or indeed a bottle of champagne, there is a link. See you next week. Bye. Got a taste for the sun.